I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the FT Money Show, brought to you by Investors Chronicle and FT Money. Hello and welcome to the FT Money Show. I'm Steve Lodge from FT Money and I'm here with our editor, Rob Button. Sadly, for his last FT Money Show, for a while anyway. Together we'll be bringing you this week's financial lowdown in downloadable form. So, Rob, what have we got in the show this week? Well, today the show has a slightly green tinge. Coming up, we ask, how green is your wallet? We look at the eco-credentials of bank accounts, credit cards, pensions and investments. And back to the city, what's happening to the price of property funds? And if you've got a subject you'd like us to tackle, you can email your questions to ask.ftyourmoney at ft.com. But let's start with our first green feature, savings and investments. Rob, what's on offer here? Well, obviously, pensions and investment funds have been around for quite a while now in green form and socially responsible investment form. But the financial services industry now seems to really be rolling out lots of green mortgages, green credit cards, green motor insurance, even green bank accounts. And I suppose the main lesson here is that there are definitely numerous shades of green, so you have to look beneath what's, what's there. What does green mean in financial terms? It can mean a lot of different things. I mean, at the sort of very light shade of green, you might have what's called a green current account, and all they're actually doing is not sending you your statements in a paper form, but online. So some people can call that a green current account. In other cases, a green current account might mean that the money that you have in your account is used to fund green projects. In some cases, they may may plant trees. In other cases, they may use some money and invest it in carbon offsetting schemes. But there really is a huge variety out there. And the same will apply to credit cards as well. Um, Barclay Card has a Breathe credit card, for example, and they donate 50% of their profits to climate change projects. And the rates, what are they like? The rates are not too bad. I mean, the Barclay Card Breathe one is sort of, I think, around 14.9%, which is reasonably competitive for a credit card. Co-op has an affinity card with 11.9% APR. I mean, obviously, you don't really want to be borrowing money on your credit card because that's more expensive than a personal loan. But in terms of credit card terms, that's not bad. On the mortgages side, they tend not to be the most competitive out there but they are generally competitive and and they'll vary on what you get. You know, London and Country, for example, if you take out a mortgage with them, they'll plant 50 trees a year for every um, mortgage taken out in 2007, for example. So what's the overall advice? Are there catches? 
I mean, the main thing is, you know, if you're buying a personal finance product, you should be looking for value first and foremost. It might, in many cases, pay to get a better deal somewhere else and then take out your own carbon offsetting scheme. But if you are getting a green product, um, you know, you are, you are even if at the light green end, you'll be doing some good um, and just check that you're not paying over the odds for, for what you're doing. Thanks, Rob. And remember, you can get all the latest money news at ft.com slash money. Still to come in the programme, cut price property. What's the outlook for the big UK property funds? But first, let's stick with the green theme and take a look at pensions and other investments. With former US vice presidents and pop stars, young and old, jessing around the world to help save the planet, still not sure how that works, it was only a matter of time before independent financial advisors jumped on the low-carbon footprint bandwagon. One firm, Bagri Davis, is even offering a free green health check on investments and pensions. So is it a gimmick or a way for savers to save the world? Richard Anderson spoke to Amanda Davidson, director of Bagri Davis. Amanda, could you just explain the rationale behind offering this green health check to investors? Well, we found that people are becoming increasingly concerned about things such as climate change. You can hardly open a newspaper these days without something along those lines being there in the editorial. But people aren't really making the connection that although they're recycling a lot of things, uh, they're being very careful about their water usage, that they actually can make a big difference by investing in funds that will promote things like waste management and will support areas that are looking at climate change. And why is it exactly, do you think, that, that people don't really do green investing? And, and actually, can it make much of a difference? It can make much of a difference. People are investing increasingly these days because they need to make provision for their retirements themselves and also um, investing sums that they might have made themselves or possibly inherited. But people have a very interesting attitude to money. They don't appreciate that when perhaps they're investing into a pension, that that money is ending up at companies that may be doing things that they perhaps wouldn't like to do. And so as a result of that... Um, they should be looking at other areas of investment and they should be making sure that their money's invested in the way that they would like it to be invested in companies that are doing the right sort of things. I know there also is a kind of misperception, perhaps, that ethical stocks and ethical funds actually underperform. Is, is that actually the case? It's very curious that this should be the case. I think the perception is that people can't have their cake and eat it, or they perhaps slightly view ethical investments as if you're making donations to charity. But actually the facts are very different from that. Particularly over the last year, a lot of ethical funds have performed extremely well, and we've seen some of the ethical funds in the top ten or even the top one of funds on a month-to-month -month basis. Even if you go back to the early 90s, the ethical funds in the UK outperformed the average ethical funds between 91 and 96. It really depends on which company you're going to be looking at. There are obviously good and bad performers, but please don't think just because you're investing ethically that you're not going to be getting the performance. Indeed, if you look at things rationally, ethical funds are investing in things to do with the future, such as alternative energy. So why shouldn't they do well? And they're likely to continue to do so. I know that a lot of fund managers are launching ethical funds at the moment and they love to jump on bandwagons. And some of them, I think, are using this as an excuse to, to invest pretty much in anything. Do you think that's a fair criticism? 
I think it can be, depending on which fund is offering the engagement. The very first company to offer engagement was Friends Provident, and they launched the very first ethical fund way back in June 1984. And it's uh, quite an excluding and and ethical fund, but it's also a very good performer. And they clearly conduct this uh, sort of research in terms of engagement very well. But there are companies out there who are, if you like, jumping on the bandwagon. So you do have to look below that and see what actually they are doing in terms of engagement and whether it really is having an impact. We favour engagement as a concept because it reaches a wider audience and it means that uh, companies take note because if they don't then they won't get the investment. But there are better and worse companies out there in terms of the way that they do that engagement. Could you just end up with a brief explanation of how your your green health check actually works in practice? We thought that clients would like to know how they could make their portfolios a lot greener. And this is all to do with lifestyle choices in terms of the recycling and making a difference in terms of your investments. And the starting point is to see how green your investment portfolio is, and that might be a pension or it might be a few savings that you've got, is to start off with. So we're offering a health check that is free for those who have investments of over 200000 and that includes pension funds as well and costs £100 for people who've got lesser sums than that but 250 for shares because there's a little bit more work involved and we basically will give them if you like a green audit on their investments and also some helping hints on how they might improve the greenness of their investments. That was Amanda Davidson of Baker Davis. For more on financial advice visit ft.com forward slash money. And finally today, property funds. This week saw up to 7% wiped off the prices of commercial property funds. Could this mark a turning point in investors' love affair with commercial property and even herald the start of a run? Dan Thomas got some answers from Mark Dampier, Research Director at Hargreaves Lansdowne. So Mark, what exactly have the large property funds been doing this week? They've actually been moving their funds onto what is called a bid basis. That means they move the price further down, usually somewhere between 4 and 6%. That's to protect existing holders and perhaps to try and stop other people coming out of the funds. What funds have been affected by this? Well, most of the major funds started with the institutional funds of Standard Life and the PRU and M&G, and now we're moving into some of the retail unit trust funds as well. So it's affecting pension funds, insurance funds, and normal retail unit trusts, so right across the board. Why have they had to do this exactly? The problem is simple, that until recently this has been a hugely fashionable asset class, so lots of money's been going in, that's not a problem. Now some money's coming out, uh, and the problem is that they have to be fair to existing clients. The danger of all this is that they then have to start selling the actual bricks and mortar, which is a major problem. At the moment, the large retail funds have got a lot of cash and property shares, so they don't have a major problem at the present time. But it's simply that Commercial property prices have basically peaked, at least for the time being. Returns over the next year aren't going to look nearly so good. So I think some of the bigger institutions have been pulling money out. So should retail investors actually be worried by this or should they weather the storm? Well, that's a $64 million question. I think if you've done very well, you should pat yourself on the back if you've been in commercial property for the last 10 years and take some profits. I think if as a retail client, I'd be worried if it starts to, or you start to see a spiral downwards. That is, more and more people look at it and start, it's like a run on the bank, more and more people start to come out of the funds, then that can cause a real problem, even though the underlying property or the asset class, i.e. property, is not actually doing that badly. It's just more or less peaked, and it'll probably be kind of flat for the next year or so. But the problem is, if more and more people come out, then institutions and fund managers actually have to start selling the underlying property, and that can cause a spiral on the way down. So if everyone panics, then it causes a sort of panic in itself, if that makes sense. 
That was Mark Dampier of Hargreaves Lansdowne there. For more on all aspects of financial planning, visit ft.com forward slash money. And that's all for this week's FT Money Show. Remember that you can email your views and your questions to ask.ftyourmoney at ft.com. We'll be back next week with another financial lowdown in downloadable form. But until then, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. The FT Money Show team and our producers, Blue Barracuda. We'll be back next week with another financial and in-downloadable form. But until then, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. The FT Money Show team and our producers, Blue Barracuda. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.